years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> What you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. All right, let me let me just start off with this. Okay. okay. Let yeah. me just start off with a warning. All right. Mm-hmm. Let me just let me ease into whatever this show is going to end up being today with a little warning. Okay. It's a it's a disclaimer, I'd say. It's a disclaimer. Right. If we suck today, right? Which we will, I promise. Or we do every day. It's because uh we're both a little tired. We're both a little beaten down. Because we were both up very late last night washing zombie clown makeup off our faces. I didn't get to bed till like 1130 last night. By the way, my voice is a little sexy, it right? It is, yeah. You're got a little, a little sexiness to my voice. A little deep. That's because I was uh, dressed like a zombie clown inside Scarehouse last night. Went home. Washed. Uh, by the way, I mean when you get when you get painted up, yeah. When your face really gets painted up, like we were at Scarehouse last night in Etna, a uh, very spooky haunted house. Me and Bob were inside last night. Bunch of our listeners were there. Good times. Juju Smith Schuster from the Steelers was there last night. A little surprised to see Juju. Didn't uh-huh. expect him to 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 see him, but there he was. Him come pop up, yeah. Uh. So it takes a long time to wash off zombie clown makeup, man. My wife, Jamie, was helping me out so bad because she knows all like the, you know, she knows everything, all the tricks to get makeup off. I'm just thinking if I go shower and wash my face enough, that ain't, that doesn't even work really. You know, you got to get these special wipes and I'm wiping makeup off. And she's like, here, rub this in and let it sit for like 30 seconds and then go wash it off real quick. Oh, okay. The idea is like lotion around my eyes. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. My wife Jamie gave me some sort of... And I yeah. still... I think it's still there a little bit. Like, I don't know how... No, you look pretty good. I don't know how women wear makeup. Like, eyeliner every day? I don't know. I don't know how like, you do it. A lot of respect. Just so much respect for women. Why do you? Well, you don't need to look good for us. It's too much work. Like, yeah, you don't need to do that, though, is what I'm saying. Like, you're fine without makeup. Like, why are you doing that? You don't need to do that. You look fine without it. But don't cake the makeup on, ladies. I mean, the amount, you have I mean to we scrub. don't have to do it. Why don't men wear makeup? Well, you have to scrub to get that off. Ooh. I kind of like wearing makeup. It feels nice. Okay. Uh, is it possible that my voice could go out this show? Because I feel like my voice is... Uh, is dangerously close to just snapping and going out. Like I gotta, I gotta watch myself this morning. Yesterday you were a little raspy too, and then uh, today, yeah. yeah, I have a sore throat right now. Well, it's oh, because boy. we were yelling like psychos in Scarehouse last night. I'm sure that has something to do with it. But also, probably, and listen, I've been saying this for a week now. The damn weather change, going from 85 degrees at the beginning of the week. To a, a high of like 55, a 30 degree drop in weather, we're all going to be sick, right? Yeah. I got this show because then every, we, everything that we have planned to do on the show this morning, which isn't much, I already told you it's going to suck today, right? Um, everything we do have planned goes out the window if our voice goes out, just be like, just like Bob's did uh, a couple months ago, and we were treated to audio gems like this. Do you want some candy? Oh, man. Can't wait. Wash your winky. Can't wait. I'm Batman. Hopefully. <laughs> there's, there's, oh. your, there's your giggle. Oh. <laughs> I just hope my voice goes out. Drains, clogs, backed up logs, Matt Mertz. All right, so uh, that's the tease for today. Stick around to see if my voice holds up because uh, we were yelling as zombie clowns at Scarehouse late last night. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss, the uh, morning freak show. 
Uh, John tweets us here. Can I please hear Bob sing Drake's God's plan in his sexy voice when he lost it from the summer? Yep, I still got that wrong. I only love my bad and my mama. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's when your voice at first started going out like yeah. a couple months ago on the show. I only love my bad and my mama. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was the beginning stages. And then I think we actually took a couple days off. So you could get your voice better. And then I think we came back on a Friday because you said like, oh, I think my voice is good enough to do a show. And basically we did a four hour show of just you saying things like wash your winky. (laughs) When you formed into uh, like legit Batman. Do you want some candy? Oh yeah, that's uh, for spooky season for Halloween. That's a good one. Do you want some candy? You should use that in like promos on the station for our kiss Halloween party. Do you want some candy? Gosh, man. <laughs> uh, Leah tweets us here. Have you ever uh, slipped and swore on the air? I don't know how you guys do it. I would get fined or fired the first month on the job. Now, it's actually pretty easy because, uh, listen, you guys probably know me and Bob's background. Before we actually had a radio show, we used to work in the stock room of a shoe store together, right? So we don't have a lot of skills. We don't have college degrees. We don't have anything to fall back on. If we lose this show, okay? So knowing that, right, and knowing how much fun we have and just how much we love this job and get to wake up every morning and uh, just have fun and laugh, and hopefully you guys are right there with us. And, you know, I've known Bob since Little League Baseball. He's legit my real-life, lifelong best friend. I mean, why risk that on a swear word? So it's very easy to have that filter and not like, you know, say the F word right now because then odds are we could very well lose our job and well-being all because of what, you know? So it's easy to have that filter. It just is. I don't know. Yeah, not on the air, though. It's it's very easy to cuss. Oh, we're awful off the air. As soon as we step in here. We're filthy like, off the air. For some reason, it stops. Yeah, off the air, I just, I, I, I feel like for the four hours that we have to talk on the air, I feel like... The, the cussing and the swearing builds up inside me. So then once the microphones go off uh, from from 10 a.m. Let the poison out. Till 6 a.m. like the next day. Yeah, it just I was swearing like crazy <laughs> and just talking filthy, just talking reckless because we can't do it on the air. So it just builds up in our system. Plus, listen, there is a fail safe too, kind of. Um, because what's happening right now when you're hearing our voices on the radio You're hearing like six seconds before because there's a little bit of a delay as far as when we talk and what you're actually hearing. There's a little bit of a delay. And by chance, if one of us does swear or a lot of times we'll do this if you're, you know, taking like a live phone call or, you know, you're doing an interview with somebody in the studio and they swear because that's happened before to us plenty of times. Mm -hmm. Uh, You just hit this magical button and it will like dump the audio. So what goes out over the air will take away like six or seven seconds. So you don't actually hear that person swearing. The only thing, though, is you have to be ready for it. Because if you wait too long and hit the button, it doesn't. It's work. not going to take out there. You know, it doesn't like hit the beep or anything. It it's not like that perfect. It'll just take out like I don't know six seven seconds of audio. So it'll sound really weird to anybody listening. And then uh, you know it's all because somebody swore. But no, we've never swore on the air before. Uh, just because we don't want to lose our jobs, basically. And it's this pretty, is all we have. Like, listen, if you work in like retail or something. It's like me asking you, like, hey, when you have an annoying customer, why don't you just tell them, you know, blank off or something like that? That's because you can't. You don't want to lose your job, right? So that's why we don't. Man, my voice is it's getting sexy. It's getting raspy. It's yeah. getting sexy, man. Like I may transform into uh I may transform into Batman by the end of this show this morning. I'm Batman. I, I hope so, too, because it's Friday, and I, I care very little about how the show goes today. Uh, Coley tweets here, try being a teacher, not being able to swear all day with kids around. It's brutal, and everybody judges me so much for swearing a ton outside of school, but I have to get the swears out so I don't do it in front of the kids. See, I'm telling you, we just have that teacher-like mentality where this is basically our school right now, and we can't swear in front of the kids but once the microphones go off and uh, the job is done for the day, uh, yeah, then the, the swear words just fly. Then we're just filthy. 
So salute to all the teachers out there who do have filthy mouths like us, but know they can't do it at their job. Holding it together. Uh, some breaking news. A Friday news dump right here, if I've ever seen one. The Pope has accepted the resignation of Washington Cardinal Donald Whirl, who was implicated in sex abuse cover-up scandals. Uh, that was when he, of course, was here in Western PA. I don't remember what his title was. He was doing Jesus things in Western Pennsylvania, in this area. Wasn't and then, he a bishop then? Doesn't it go bishop uh, yeah, and then sounds, cardinal? No clue at all. No, none at all. I'm pretty sure. I think he was a bishop here, though, and then a cardinal. Don't know the hierarchy. Don't really care. And then he went down to Washington and, like, leveled up Yeah, yeah. In, the, in the hierarchy, right? You get a new uh Then he suit. became a cardinal. Yeah, he was very fancy down in Washington, D.C. I think he gets a new hat or something like that, but that's over. Uh, so the statement from uh, Cardinal Whirl is, well, is he even a cardinal anymore? He's, no, he's just... He's just Donald now, Donald. right? Is he? Does he have a title anymore if he resigns? Just Don. Is he just Donald now? I don't know how this works. Uh, the statement from uh, Donald, right? Our Holy Father Pope Francis has accepted the resignation first or offered on November 12, 2015. When I reached my 75th birthday, I am profoundly grateful for his devoted commitment. Actually, I don't even care to read this. I thought I cared. I don't really care. I mean, he's done. That, that's over with. I don't know how that works now. I wonder where that puts you with God. I don't know. You, so you think he worked like all his life? What is he, like 75, 80 years old, something like that? You work, he works all his life to do that, but then it's just like he resigns because of this whole sex abuse cover-up scandal? Yeah, you, yeah. You think, all right, so you're saying like if God and Jesus and all that's real and stuff like that, you think today he's looking down like, man, wow. Whew. Well, he had a good run, didn't expect him to, but, yeah. you know, none of that. Then. I don't know. Can't be good. Uh, Miranda tweets us here. I just spit my tea out when you said he was doing Jesus things in Western Pennsylvania. Listen, I'm not trying to make light of religion. Everybody has their own religion, different religions. I don't get any. I don't get any of them. I'm not a very religious person at all. If you are, more power to you. But like, so when we talk about things like this, yes, I have no idea of the hierarchy and different hats wear. We're, I not, we're not just trying to sound dumb about it. We are dumb about yeah, it. Yeah, we yeah, are yeah. dumb about it. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if like this. Don't take offense from that either. I, I, I mean, don't know if this guy like Donald now, like you said, Bob, like is is all the Jesus in heaven stuff off the. T- table now mm. it was just like wow. well geez you couldn't you couldn't even be a, a, a cardinal down in dc well you think you're getting in here now you ain't getting in here now couldn't even trust you to be a cardinal in dc you couldn't even hold that job you know yeah i don't know how that works well, seems you, like it would you not can, be good you, you can't even handle the fries we're not going to move you to the burger grill if you can't even handle the fries. It's like we tried to get the drive through window. And you freaked out. We can't trust you, you know? Uh, I don't know. Either way, nice Friday news dump there for the uh, Catholic uh, Church. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, Steelers wide receiver, went to our Halloween party last year. We saw him at Scarehouse last night. Good to see Juju. Uh-huh. Uh, Steelers will be uh, in Cincinnati taking on the Bengals. Uh, this Sunday, not really a must win, but uh, man, really need to win for the uh, Steelers if they don't want to fall too far behind in the division to the first place uh, Banks. Jonathan tweets us here, just an idea, but how about starting Fridays with Renegade? Wow, I've never heard of this crazy idea before. No. I think we did that earlier this year when they lost their first couple games, so no, we're not starting Fridays with Renegade. Yeah, Sorry. it didn't work out. I'm just, I'm kind of beat down by Renegade right now. Well, I, playing, I need like a Renegade timeout right now. Like playing, it's fine at the games, but I don't I don't feel like pumping Renegade right now. And us playing Renegade does not score touchdowns, believe it or not. <laughs> I I don't like Renegade as much when the Steelers don't have a winning record. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it is way more fun when they're winning. Uh, Antonio Brown update, I guess, because you know Antonio Brown's got a couple lawsuits against him. He's being accused of throwing. Uh, like furniture and lamps and stuff off a uh, balcony, 14-floor balcony at his uh, place down in Miami. A statement released by ESPN's Adam Schefter, uh, I guess on behalf of Antonio Brown yesterday, says it has now been made public that two lawsuits containing false claims have been filed against me. The facts will soon come out that prove my innocence. Uh, Antonio's attorney 
uh, filed a response to the lawsuit against Antonio Brown and said this action amounts to nothing more than a shameful attempt by a struggling real estate developer to exploit his minor child for the purpose of alleging a baseless and false claim against a well-known and respected individual. Okay, so the guy, like we previously stated, this guy who was uh, suing Antonio Brown because his 22-month-old, I guess, almost got hit by something that was flying out of the apartment, right? Right, right. So he had this lawsuit against him. He's this uh, big real estate developer down in the uh, Miami area, which AB's attorney says he's a struggling real estate developer. But I think the Antonio Brown lawsuit's only for fifteen grand, so that wipes that all out, doesn't it? If it's only for like you're not money hungry if you're going after this multi million dollar NFL star if you're only going for fifteen grand, right? Yeah. Like if you're going for fifteen million, I I see where people could say, like, yeah, that's probably about the money. If you're going for fifteen grand because this guy came out and said it's not about the money for him, he just wants to you know hold make people aware and hold uh, Antonio Brown accountable. Uh, Antonio Brown's attorney said it is a blatant shakedown attempt. The defendant was not the alleged perpetrator of the actions alleged in the complaint. The acts were committed by another individual who was also present at the time of the incident. So his lawyer is saying, Antonio Brown's lawyer is saying, Antonio Brown was not the one that was chucking random things out of the uh, 14th floor, a, a out mystery, of the balcony. A mystery person was there. So I don't know if it was it was somebody like with Antonio Brown, if Antonio Brown just wasn't there. But didn't when this story originally break on TMZ, didn't they say they had video? Yeah. Sh- they, so so shouldn't that be it? Or could is it, is it just video of things flying out of a 14th story window? Or do they have video of, uh, of who's throwing it? Because that should be it then, right? So we'll see where it goes. The NFL continues to say that, you know, we'll just keep monitoring it and uh, see where it goes. But big game for the uh, Steelers. They will be in Cincinnati against the Bengals Sunday, 1 p.m. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the morning freak show. How about Penguins last night, man? Not bad, right? How about Phil the Thrill? Phil Kessel with his first ever hat trick as a Penguin as the Penguins beat the Vegas Golden Knights 4-2. Uh, how great was it, though, when the Penguins uh, put up four and the crowd started chanting for Marc-Andre Fleury? A Fleury chant started. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think if something like that has ever happened before. Like, everything I feel like has happened once. Right. Has there ever been a road team, you know, having their backup goalie chanted for? You know, I know there's always, you know, you harass the goalie and kind of do the chant for their name when they're giving up a bunch of goals. But when the Penguins score four on Vegas, right, and then the flurry chant start, that is the crowd in Pittsburgh, the home crowd last night, saying, put in the damn backup. We want to see him. Not harassing the goalie who gave up four. No. They're saying, put in your backup. We want to see your backup. When has something like that ever happened? Uh, but Phil Kessel with his first ever uh, hat trick for the Penguins. Geno had three assists. And not a bad game for Casey DeSmith. Uh, 35 saves. Solid game for him. Uh, Saturday, the Penguins will be in Montreal taking on the Canadians. 2-1 and one now on the uh, season. All right, let's get to today in Freak Show history. We do this every day on the show around 7 a.m. to where we take you back to a moment uh, that we found funny. Uh, from show history, it is today in Freak Show history, brought to us by Moe's Southwest oh, welcome Grill. To Moe's. Here we go. Today in, in Freak, Freak Show, show history. history. Today in Freak Show history. Uh, today in Freak Show history, we take you back a couple years. There was a granny who was attacked by a monkey. This did happen in Florida. I was the first person to talk to the woman who was bitten by the monkey on Monday, and she has got quite the story. What a nice lady. The rhesus macaque jumped on the Oh, no, it was a damn macaque. Very dangerous. A dangerous, aggressive macaque attacked a granny. Macaque oh, attack. God. Look at this. These are the bite marks from where the monkey sunk his teeth. Oh, no. Oh, no. Macaque mark. To the 60-year-old woman by sneaking up on her and jumping on her shoulder. Oh, my gosh. Sneaky macaque. Jumping macaque. He's a big guy. We saw him about four feet tall. Four foot tall. Very dangerous. Four foot tall macaque. (laughs) 
Granny sees the four-foot macaque. The woman says she was simply sitting on her porch when the monkey attacked. He's still a wild animal. I didn't do anything to provoke him. I was just sitting there, proceeded to bite me, flipped him off, came back, proceeded to bite me, and I flung him off. The macaque won't stop! The macaque wants granny. But now he's still coming to my window and looking for me. Oh, my God. The macaque's just knocking. Get out here, granny. Four-foot macaque. That woman is now going through multiple shots for rabies, hepatitis C, and herpes, oh, all diseases the monkey can carry. The macaque is herpes. <laughs> Poor lady. <laughs> Being startled and everything by a four-foot macaque isn't bad enough, but then to know that you may have herpes from the four-foot macaque? A bad day for Granny. Uh, by the way, Bob. Yeah. Where's the naked story for today? Uh-oh. No naked story. Oh, yet. no. Yet. Somebody quick. <laughs> We've gone. Save what, us. 13 shows now? Uh, yes, we keep a running count because I feel like every day on the show, we are covering a story about somebody doing something somewhere, getting naked, whether they're high on drugs, whether they just drank too much, uh, they get aggressive, they get naked. Uh, it's almost every day in America somebody gets arrested while naked. Uh, 13 shows in a row with a naked story and... We don't have one for today yet. So uh, the naked streak may come to an end, sadly, today. Uh, We shall see, though, because a lot of overnight news is starting to trickle in, and somebody could have got naked somewhere. Not ready to put it off yet. Very possible. Still a few hours left for us to sneak in a naked story. Uh, I know what is basically going to happen on the show every day, though, maybe along with the naked story, uh, from now until Halloween. It's the news doing Halloween dangers reports. It's going to happen almost every day from now until Halloween. Let's get to uh, news here doing a uh, a Halloween candy warning story. Right? A warning tonight, just in time for Halloween, about pills that look like candy. They're dangerous yep. and can even be deadly. Yeah, this is another one of those. Your kids are going to get drugs while trick-or-treating. Pills. I am here to tell you, your kids are not. Yes, take a look at this. They're drugs, not candy. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Drugs that look like candy. Take a look. They're All drugs. Right. Now, listen, sure, there are plenty of drugs out there that looks like candy. Really, any sort of pill you can take could look like uh, candy, you know? These people buying drugs are not going to give them to your children, though. Absolutely not. Nobody's wasting drugs on your kids. They're popping up all over the country, and police want to warn you. They're not. They're not popping up across the country. They're not. The news saw, like, a comparison of, like, these are real drugs, these are candy, they look the same, and then they just went, that's it. That's a story. This must be happening everywhere. Parents have more to worry about this year than just a Halloween costume. Uh, yeah, no, not really. It's really scary that there's, it's not. there's people out there that want to hurt kids. There's not people out there that really want to hurt no. kids with drugs, candy. There's there's not. And Halloween. Yeah. All around the country, these pills are popping up, and it's, They're not. it's ecstasy masked to look like candy. No one, I, let me say this again, and we've been saying it for years, and no one is giving your kids ecstasy on Halloween. Halloween. Nobody, if they have ecstasy, is wasting Uh -uh. it on your stupid kids. Photos are all over social media. So real, you almost can't tell they're drugs. All right, now listen. When you watch watch the news, you have to think, where is the news getting this story from? Social media. She just said, pictures are popping up all across social media. So, you know, you've probably seen a post over the years that has, like, real drugs and Halloween candy, and they look the same. Right. The news literally based an entire report on dangers of Halloween candy drugs all because of a picture. And how they're everywhere. It's just so stupid. Sure, that looks like candy to me. Which is exactly what police are afraid of. Oh, no. They'll be in the emergency room without a doubt. Oh, my gosh. Now your kids are going to the... The kids are going to the emergency room when they take the imaginary Halloween drugs that aren't a real thing. You know, the ecstasy, among the other things, it causes you to hallucinate. Oh, my gosh. Hallucinating Halloween children. So that would be extremely frightening for a child and for the parents as well. Yeah, the only thing... not not going to have to worry about it though because it's not going to happen the only thing really not frightening about it is that it's not happening police say they haven't seen any local cases yet there it is i mean how stupid is this what are we doing here this is why people don't trust the news it's because of stories like this and then when real news happens everybody just goes "I, i don't trust that 
you know, if it's political news or something, people go, I don't trust this network because I remember when they told me my kids were going to get Halloween ecstasy. But want parents to be on the lookout. Uh, parents, I'm here to tell you, you don't need to be on the lookout. No one is giving your kids drugs no, uh, this Halloween. No. And by the way, it's it's not that hard to be a parent if your kids are going trick-or-treating and look for just fishy-looking things in your kids' candy. It happens every year. It's going to happen this year, too. The news from now until Halloween danger, danger, danger. is just going to go bonkers with the Halloween danger story. I mean, at some point, they're they're lighting up Halloween costumes on fire. It's yep. like, look at this. The princess is on fire for two minutes straight. It's stupid. It happens every year. And this is why people, <laughs> a lot of times, just don't trust the news. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, FS Mikey, FS Big Bob. On uh, both, Britt tweets us here. My boyfriend and I were so disappointed that Bob's nipples weren't painted last night at Scarehouse. Listen, Bob's nipples are not a toy. Bob's nipples are very sensitive to clown paint. Last year at Scarehouse, there were balloons painted on Bob's nipples, and he was shirtless in Scarehouse, and he, they wrote happy birthday on his chest. After I washed that off last year, my nipples stayed hard for two months. Unbelievable. So, listen, Bob has sensitive nipples to clown paint. He can't paint his nipples every single year. It's every other year at Scarehouse we paint Bob's nipples. <laughs> Let's get to a guy who is sewer fishing. This was in Philadelphia? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, hold on. Did the news actually find this guy? Like, legit downtown Philly traffic's wild around him. Yeah. Yeah. And he's sitting next to a sewer. Yeah. Fishing, <laughs> And the news found him and actually interviewed this guy again. This is a man in Philadelphia sewer fishing downtown. Take a look at this. A guy sitting on Broad Street fishing yep. in a storm drain. Hmm. This is Mike Iconelli from Pittsgrove, New Jersey. He calls it city fishing. Says he's been doing it since he was a kid. Just a little city fishing for good old Mike. Really? He claims <laughs> to have reeled in all types of fish. Look at that. Eels. Eels? Oh my gosh! What do you do with an eel, eel that you pull out of a I mean, Philly is like that, sewer? Is that, is that code for poop? <laughs> oh damn! Caught another sewer eel. Got one of these damn brown sewer eels. <laughs> yes. Rats. Oh, he's also pulling rats out too. Uh, that may also be code. I got myself a. F- a furry brown sewer rat. Aye, aye, aye. He showed off a catfish that he claims he caught there. All right. This guy really said he pulled the catfish out of a, a sewer drain in Philly. This guy is downtown Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. Sewer fishing. By the way, do, are we sure this isn't Gritty, the, the Flyers mascot? Because I feel like Gritty, that nightmarish Flyers mascot... Would be sewer fishing. Like, Gritty doesn't eat regular food. He only eats live things that he pulls out of a Philly sewer. Uh, my favorite bait is either hot dog. Okay, this is the this sewer is fishing guy yeah, right yeah. here. Hot dog. Or soft pretzel. He fishes sewer fishing. He calls it city fishing with hot dogs and soft pretzel. A Philadelphia soft pretzel. And I just use a small chunk of it. And this is good because they get they see a lot of pretzel and hot dogs normally. People that are done with their food, they throw it in. So this is natural. I call it match the hatch. Match the hatch. Match the hatch. Again, this is a guy who the news is talking to because they just randomly observed that he was uh, sitting downtown Philadelphia sewer fishing. And I, j- I just... I just put it down in that storm drain down there. and yeah, a, little, a little sewer fishing yeah. going on. I let it sink all the way to the bottom. I just let it sit. It's it's relaxing and catch some fish. These are Philly fish all the way, tried and true. Uh, you, you know, honestly, if you ask these fish, if fish could talk, they'd probably say. All right, all right. If Philly fish could talk. God only knows. What a setup this is. What would Philadelphia downtown sewer fish say? If they could talk, this coming from Mike from New Jersey, who is a city fisher. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! Of course they would do the Eagles chant. All right, like, listen, hold on. Let me put the Pittsburgh perspective on this, right? Yeah. Like, when things are happening with the Steelers or some sort of Pittsburgh things and stuff... 
they always find like the perfect yinzer to talk to. Yeah, you, you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. There's been plenty of times we've covered over the years of like the perfect yinzer talking on the news. That is like the Philadelphia version of that right there. A like a yinzer fishing? on the news. Yes. A guy sewer fishing. <laughs> and he says, these are all Philadelphia fish. And sir, what 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 do you think they would all say if these uh, these sewer fish could talk? E A G L E S Eagles. Yes, of course they would do the Eagles chant. <laughs> yeah, this guy when he says he was catching eels, though he's definitely catching poop. Yeah, he's, he's reeling in turds. <laughs> that's that's a that's a brown a brown sewer eel. That's what we're calling poop now down in uh, Philadelphia. Uh, Andra tweets us here. I drive five days a week from Latrobe to Pittsburgh, so I get to listen to you guys a lot. Best thing I've heard in a long time is Bob's nipples are very sensitive to clown paint. Okay. That's the best. <laughs> listen, I'm not going to argue with you. No, with her. I mean, it's just... I don't know what beats that. If we're going on best things you've heard on the show in months. Bob's nipples are sensitive to clown paint. Uh, what takes that out? I don't know. Uh, Brandon tweets us here about the uh, story we were just talking about. All right. Now, if you weren't listening a little bit ago here, uh, we were doing the story about some guy who was sewer fishing in uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, my favorite bait is either hot dog or soft pretzel and catch some fish. These are Philly fish all the way, tried and true. Uh, You you know, honestly, if you ask these fish, if fish could talk, they'd probably say E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! Just, uh, you know, a weird story that we were talking about today. This random dude is is sewer fishing in the middle of Philadelphia, you know, pulling out uh, fish, apparently. I think he said a rat. An eel. Eel, which we think might just be poop. Uh, Brandon tweets here, the sewer fishing guy is a professional on the Bassmasters tour. Okay, yeah. I wasn't really believing it when Brandon tweeted, but then Matt tweeted that story you guys just did on the Philly, uh, that Philly City Fisherman is actually a pro bass fisherman. <laughs> okay. I, does that make the story better or worse? Does that make any sense at all? Oh, yeah, this guy's from South Philly. He's 46 years old. He is a well-known uh, professional bass fisherman. Does he just wander outside? What, of, what is he doing? His, just his apartment ra- or house? And just what's he doing in the middle of Philadelphia downtown fishing and probably just catching turds with hot dogs and soft pretzels? Then brown bass, reeling them in one at a time. I think it kind of makes the story better, to be honest. He's a pro. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> he's not just a random guy. He's a bass <laughs> bass pro fisherman. Uh, Mama tweets is here. Whatever happened with the dog, the bounty hunter birthday message? Uh, was this last Friday on the show when uh, it was Mario Lemieux's birthday? I think so. Yeah. Um, for Mario Lemieux's birthday, this dominated our show for a couple days last week. Um, we uh, th- this all started when it was Phil Kessel's birthday, and somebody paid rapper Soldier Boy to wish Phil Kessel a happy birthday. It was hilarious, right? It's so random that it was funny. So we said, we're going to find a celebrity to wish Mario Lemieux a happy birthday. We had like a two-day window to work with, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So we paid a website where Dog the Bounty Hunter wishes wishes people happy birthday. (laughs) And we paid him 100 bucks to wish Mario Lemieux a happy birthday. Dog the Bounty Hunter did not record the Mario Lemieux birthday message in enough time for us to play it on the Mario Lemieux birthday show last Friday. I mean, Dog's probably a busy man. But we didn't waste the money, though, because you can go on, and if they don't do it within you know your time limit or whatever, you can just cancel it at any time if they don't record it. So what we did is we got our money back, and now our birthday, our celebrity birthday message fund transfers over to November uh, because uh, Steelers wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster has a birthday coming up in November. So unless somebody can find a better Pittsburgh person who has a birthday before that, because listen, we're not doing this for everybody. No. It's only going to be special occasions where we get random celebrities to wish people happy birthday. So when Juju Smith-Schuster has his birthday in November, we are 100% prepared. I I might even pay Dog the Bounty Hunter today, so he's got like a month leeway time. Just to get it done. So we will once again uh, pay Dog the Bounty Hunter uh, $100 to wish Juju Smith-Schuster now a happy birthday. 
Uh, Mom tweeted again, you should start a GoFundMe for it so listeners can pay for it. The more the money gets donated, the more outrageous the call. Well, that's that's not how it works. No, it's just a straight fee, hundred bucks. Yeah, because it, like if we gave Dog the Bounty Hunter five hundred bucks, I don't think the message would be any different. Then we're just lining Dog the Bounty Hunter's pockets more than we already are. Uh, and by the way, I do not want our listeners to pay for this because it's going to be awful. It's going to be terrible. It's going to be a letdown. And if there's anything terrible happening on the show, I don't want you all to be responsible for it because everything terrible that has gone on on this radio station in the morning for years yes. is all because of me and Bob. Uh, so the Google Doodle today is uh, is Pittsburgh. Right, it a little is. Pittsburgh theme to it. It is. Uh, wasn't there a Mister Rogers one not that long ago that we were uh, talking about? There was uh-huh. like a full. Now uh, a Google Doodle. When, for those people who don't know, is just when you go to Google, uh, Google dot com, where it, it has the search engine, and you know when it usually just says Google above the search box. They do Google Doodles every day, and it has just something related to maybe what day it is or or something like that. Usually there's a story behind it. Uh, a couple weeks ago, there was a Mr. Rogers Google Doodle where it says Google, but then it's all Mr. Rogers-y around it. So today, uh, if you go to uh, Google, uh, it's got Roberto Clemente. It's got the Puerto Rican flag. It says Google, and uh, Google Doodles tweeted, today we celebrate Puerto Rican Hall of Fame baseball star Roberto Clemente, whose record-breaking on-the-field performance matched his groundbreaking off-the-field humanitarian efforts uh, in the hashtag Hispanic Heritage Month. So that's pretty sweet. Uh, kind of a Pittsburgh connection there to another uh, Google Doodle. That's an explosion right there. Uh, also, the breaking news if you did not hear yet this morning the uh, Pope, Pope Francis, has accepted the resignation of Washington Cardinal uh, Donald Worrell, who is implicated in a sex abuse cover-up scandal. So he's done. Yeah, uh, we were talking about it earlier because uh, I don't understand religion or I don't know how the hierarchy works or uh, anything like that. Anybody go to jail over that? Mm. Or are they going to? Or is that just one where it's just like, all right, everybody just quit? Or, like, I know a lot of the priests are dead and stuff, too, that were uh, implicated in that. But I think there's a statute of limitations on a lot of the stuff, too. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I have no idea. But he used to be a, uh, what, bishop here, right? Bishop yeah, yeah. Uh, Donald Whirl. And then he went to uh, Washington, D.C. and became a cardinal. And uh, he's been a cardinal down there for uh, a little bit now. I think maybe a few years. But new hat, new robe. The Pope then, uh, I guess, has now accepted his resignation because he flew over to go see the Pope like a couple weeks ago. I think right have a have Pope chat. Yeah, yeah. And I think once you fly to go see the Pope, and when this is all happening. You're, it's a, it's over then, right? That's like being called to the principal's office. Yeah, it's like getting called in for the boss. Okay, you know? yeah. So you kind of knew it was over when he flew over there. You think he has to give back all the robes and hats and all that stuff? <sighs> or you think it's like wow. custom made? I feel like he's got to give them back. I mean, I'm sure they're custom made, though, don't you think? I would think so. Because when you're, a, like I said, I don't know li- like really the hierarchy, but I know a cardinal's pretty high up there. And, uh, I mean, he, get, he got called to see the Pope. He must be right, pretty high up yeah, there. Yeah, but like, I feel like whenever I see any pictures or video of uh, Donald Whirl, he's just Donald now, right? I mean, did he lose all his names because of this? Uh, does he so. have a name right, or does uh, he's just Donald now? Probably stripped of it all, all right, right? That is a good point, though. Does he have to give back the hats and the robes? I feel like probably just with the amount of church money, they're all probably customized, and I bet they have his name stitched in the hats and robes. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they just take them back on principle, though. Like, you don't get to keep these sweet hats or robes. Wow. It's like, you're done, you're out. That'd be, that would be kind of crazy if there was, like, a uh, like a church down there, whatever church he was at in D.C., if they had, like a, like, a bake sale, but it was also, like... You could buy the robes and the hats too. Like, I mean, I don't think you'd want to because he's been implicated right, in this, right. this sex abuse thing, and it's you know yeah. a very serious thing. Uh, but then again, like you know, uh, if you get the chance to get one of the hats, you probably want one of the hats, right? Yeah. 
So he's done. I guess he's just Donald now. I have no idea how any of that works. Religion's just wild, man. It is. It is. Uh, and I don't understand a lot of it. And a lot of times when we bring up religion on the show, we have absolutely no idea uh, whatsoever what we're talking about. Just like uh, almost any topic that we cover on the show except naked stories. Erica tweets here, my throat hurts. Mikey called it. Told everybody on Monday that this is how the week was going to end with everybody being sick. You hear it in my voice. My voice is kind of, it's starting to go out. I got a sore throat right now. Probably going to be sick all weekend. Uh, That's what happens when the temperature just uh, dramatically drops 30 degrees like it did. And you have to wear pants. I blame it all oh, on you're pants. you're wearing pants today, huh? Are you? Oh, yeah, you're yeah, wearing, I'm wearing pants. pants. I'm wearing the same pants I wore yesterday. Okay. You ever do that? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> I only have like uh, three or four pairs of pants. And I just wear the same pants over and over because I feel like my pants never get dirty. You know? No, I don't I mean, do I don't do anything. I just, I, and then when I go home, I'm usually not wearing pants because when I leave the station and I go home, I'll usually be wearing the same pants I wore to work for maybe an hour or two, and then I'm just like, wow, why am I still wearing pants? And then pants come off. Like, I put shorts on, like basketball shorts or something like that if I'm just going to stay in for the rest of the day. But, you know, a lot of times I'll just go home and be like, well, pants are coming off. Uh, Laura tweets here, I just realized that your naked streak is a pun. Did you guys do that on purpose? Yeah, on the show, we do have a naked streak where we keep track of how many shows in a row we do, where we report on a naked story. We're at 13 shows right now. No, we actually did not intend to call it a naked streak because, you know, when you streak. No, we're actually not that smart and funny to do that. We're awful. That was just a complete coincidence. That sounds funny, but it's not. Uh, it's not us. We uh, didn't do that on purpose. on purpose. But, hey, good for us, though, right? So uh, this is, what, 14 shows now in a row? 14, yeah. All right, for the 14th straight show, uh, it is time for a naked story. Here we go. Whoa! It happened again. Someone decided to get naked. It's time for another naked story on the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bab. I don't know why, but naked stories just bring me joy. Uh, This was in New York, uh, a burglar here. A bizarre story out of New York City where a burglar stripped naked before robbing a restaurant. Okay, hold on. Robbed a restaurant, but got naked before yeah, first he robbed step. the restaurant. First step, get those clothes off. Okay. Okay, this happened while the store was closed. Police say the man walked into the restaurant, took his clothes off, and stole about $600 cash, an iPad, cordless phone, along with the business's credit card. Okay. After the man took what he wanted, he put his clothes back on and what? took off. Now, customers are confused <laughs> and trying to figure out... I'm, I'm also confused what here. caused the suspect to commit the crime the way that he did. Yes, naked. I'm not sure he just wanted to show off or something. Uh, Maybe that's it. Maybe he just wanted real, to show off. A real show off. Okay. Just wanted to show that uh, yeah, show he's good or something like that. Did she say show his good or something like that? Is that what that was? I didn't quite catch that. Is that what she said, though? Is that what we're calling he it? He just wanted to show off. He just wanted to show his good or something like that? Just wanted to show that... Uh, is good or something like that? Yeah, he just wanted to show his good. Yeah, police yeah. are still looking for that naked man. I like the pause in her voice before. She, she was thinking of what to call oh, yeah, the naked she, guy. She thought of like 33 different dirty things. By the way, she did not say he just wanted to show off his goods, which you may usually describe a naked person. Right, right. She's thinking he just wanted to show off his singular good. Just a good, not one good. Didn't want to show off the goods. Mm-mm. He just wanted to show off the good. Uh, my whole thing with this guy is I truly believe that he may have been on something to make himself believe that if he took his clothes off, he would then be invisible. <laughs> so he took his clothes off. Let me was, do my work. Was completely naked. It's like he thought he had an invisibility cloak on or something like that. Completely naked, walking into a restaurant, <laughs> robbing it with his single good out. We're talking about uh, Cardinal uh, Donald Whirl. He resigned from his uh, thing he was doing in Washington. Uh, Cindy tweets here, I think Cardinal Whirl resigned only as Archbishop of Washington, but is still a bishop, so he keeps the robes. 
if he were kicked out of the priesthood, they call it defrocked. Oh, boy. Then no more robes. Man, that sounds serious. If you get defrocked at any job, it is curtains. Sounds like they'd rip the robes off. They might burn the robes in front of you if you get defrocked. That sounds that serious. That is a harsh word there, defrocked. Like, I don't care what you do for a living. If you get defrocked at your job, game over. So he's basically just retiring. There's no real punishment, I guess. All right. Terrific. Uh, Phil Castle scored a hat trick last night. First for the uh, Pens as a Penguin. Uh, Four to two. Penguins beat the Vegas Golden Knights at home. There was a Marc-Andre Fleury chant at one point after the Penguins scored four because everybody wanted the backup in because it was Marc-Andre Fleury. Uh, Phil's first hat trick as a uh, as a Penguin. Here was the call with Mike Lang on Penguins Radio. Grabbed by Carl Hang on a nice pass for Kessel. Chance on a breakaway. For chance, he gets it, and he gets the hat trick. Phil Kessel beats Malcolm Subban. A hat trick for number 81. Oh, I'll be Calcat. HT time. Yeah, so let's go, Pens. Uh, Saturday, they're at Montreal. Uh, Pitt plays Notre Dame, which is like a top five team or top ten team, uh, Saturday at 2.30. That's usually the game Pitt wins then, right? Yeah, yeah. Like when Pitt's not good or like is no threat to win like the national title or the ACC or anything like that. They knock off like one of the yeah. top ten teams. Yeah, they'll beat a team who may win the national title. So Pitt, fully expect Pitt to win. Maybe not, though. Uh, Antonio Brown's lawyer basically said somebody else was the one who threw the furniture and the lamps from <laughs> there was there was another person tossing lamps and furniture from 14 stories up at his uh, Miami apartment so they were basically saying that the you know Antonio Brown was not the person throwing the the stuff off that balcony that he's involved in two lawsuits now and that it was committed by uh, by somebody else. So that's your AB furniture uh, furnishings throwing update. Call them out. Now let's move on to Snoop Dogg here. Now everybody knows Snoop Dogg is a big Steelers fan. However, though, uh, Snoop Dogg was in Cleveland. We played this on the show yesterday. Snoop Dogg did a uh, Browns video. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Dogg. Dog Pound, y'all better turn up this week, man. Y'all got a new feeling, new spirit. Let's go get it done, Dog Pound. All right, now listen. Snoop Dogg does love the Steelers, but Snoop Dogg also loves his brand and everything. Snoop Dogg so. is an attention whore. Uh, he's, he he like can he'll be do a, anything to be in the spotlight. Doesn't matter. And I'm not even hating on that. But I'm just, there's no reason to be upset at Snoop Dogg. Like, oh, I thought he was a Steeler fan. He's just like, yeah, but he's in Cleveland right now, so he's going to go hang with the Browns. Mm-hmm. That's, that's okay. It's fine. If the Browns were playing the Steelers, uh, Snoop would be rooting for the Steelers. Now, let's get to Snoop Dogg and uh, former Steelers offensive coordinator Todd Haley and current Cleveland Browns offensive coordinator Todd Haley. Uh, a few years ago on Instagram, I believe this is when we really fell in love with the magic that is Snoop Dogg watching Steelers games on Instagram is when Snoop Dogg called out yep. uh, Todd Haley a few years ago. Man, the Pittsburgh Steelers need a new f- offensive coordinator. This guy sucks. This guy sucks. Coach Tomlin, this is Snoop Dogg, man. Fire that m- Get us a real offensive coordinator. We ain't won a playoff game since we had this bump. So good, right? If we lose this game, Todd Haley, your ass getting fired. Wow. Man, you call weak-ass plays on fourth down. Being over the top or just run straight downhill. What the is he calling? So good. It is so good to revisit Snoop Dogg ripping on Todd Haley, man. Coach Tomlin, this is Snoop Dogg. I, I love that part. <laughs> I love that part. All right, let's play the beginning. Man, the Pittsburgh Steelers need a new an offensive coordinator. This guy sucks. This guy sucks. And then I love the intro here. Like, okay, he started with that, and then... Coach Tomlin, this is Snoop Dogg. Coach Tomlin, this is Snoop Dogg. Man, fire that mother... Get us a real offensive coordinator. So good. So good. Coach Tomlin, this is Snoop Dogg. So, Snoop Dogg's at Brown's practice. Todd Haley is at Brown's practice. Collision course. Yep. Todd Haley uh, told... Uh, Albert Breer on NFL.com previously, my kids keep me informed on Snoop Dogg. They said he has 11 million followers, so I'll follow the old Jerry Jones rule. All publicity is good publicity. So that was previously. Todd Haley was asked yesterday, though, uh, with Snoop Dogg being at Brown's practice, Haley said, I got to make sure that he and I were all good. We had a couple of rough years there. So it appears that not only is Snoop Dogg hanging with the Browns, but he is also good 
with Todd Haley now. I'm okay with all of it because it's all it's all funny to me, right? It is. So Steelers will be taking on the uh, the Bengals. Uh, that'll be happening uh, Sunday, and hopefully they get a win because if Bengals go to five and one, and Ooh. the Steelers, you know, it, that's good. It, it's going to be a, if they lose in Cincy on Sunday, it's a lot of ground to make up for the Steelers, and I know it's still early, and then who knows if Le'Veon comes back or not. So, uh, big game for the Steelers Sunday at Cincinnati. Attention all listeners of the Freak oh, Show. It's time to travel to the oh, Sunshine State. Yes, oh, it happened again. Oh, it's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Low main noodle attack. Oh, no. <laughs> Not the low main. A spat over sauce on low main noodles. Oh, saucy low main. A spat over sauce on low main noodles landed a 32-year-old man in jail. Man. Thomas Quariga of Port St. Lucie was arrested on a battery charge after an incident at Mikata Buffet. The man identified as the victim told a Martin County Sheriff's deputy that a man struck him with noodles. My man's at the buffet? After an argument over sauce on his lo mein noodles. Oh, damn. Uh, this is getting me hungry right now, man. What are you doing fighting over I, lo mein noodle sauce? I, want, I just want a buffet so bad right now. I'm so hungry I'll right eat now, any man. lo mein that's in front of me. Uh, he stated that he was with his family at Makata Buffet and approached the stir-fry section with lo mein. Oh, damn. And asked the cook for a non-spicy sauce. Oh, no. Quariga reported a man from behind the counter ran screaming at him. I'm throwing the flag right there. There's no way that happened. Like there's like no the way. person that works there just started screaming out of nowhere. There's no way that someone at the buffet was so enraged that he asked for a non-spicy lo mein sauce that the employee came from behind the stir fry counter screaming at him. He said the man demanded he leave the restaurant and <laughs> grabbed his. No way. There's no, I mean, there's no way they're kicking him out. Just like yeah, no sauce. You're out. Can I get like non-spicy uh -oh. sauce? And he's like. You son of a bitch! Get, Get out, out of here! Get out! Uh, so Quariga said that when the man grabbed his arm, he slapped the man's hand away and left with his family. Witnesses told deputies uh, the victim was on the phone and told Quariga to leave. When he left, he slapped him in the face. Quariga denied hitting the worker with the noodles, but was arrested uh, anyway and was uh, taken to Martin County Jail. Again, that is low main noodle sauce leading to a 32-year-old man uh, apparently in some sort of altercation. He did uh, he, he did go to jail and was arrested. Just enjoy the damn buffet. We have not talked about the Kanye West White House meeting with Donald Trump yesterday, Bob. Uh, no, no, we haven't. And all right, we're not going to. Uh, does that cover it? The yep. Aladdin trailer came out yesterday. Did you see that? I did. Uh, we were talking about this yesterday because Will Smith put out like a uh, like a movie poster for the Aladdin movie that's coming out. So the first Aladdin Disney teaser trailer uh, came out yesterday. They are, are doing a live action remake of Aladdin, which of course was a big animated Disney movie back in 1992. You had Robin Williams playing the genie. Will Smith will now play the uh, genie. So the first teaser, uh, teaser trailer for that came out yesterday. It didn't really get me too excited because... Like, I say it's a teaser trailer because it's not like a real trailer. No, like, no. Like, there's huh, no huh. Will Smith in it. You don't even see the genie. You see, like, a little Aladdin at the very end of it. It's kind of cool, but, like, it's not a real trailer. Like, to me, the real trailer is when you see a bunch of different parts of the movie. Bring me the magic. A teaser trailer is just, like, a little tickle of it, you know? Yeah. We were talking about this yesterday on the show. Like, Disney next year has so many, like, Aladdin live action. Uh, they got that Lion King with, like, Beyonce and everybody. I think Dumbo. Isn't there, like, a Dumbo coming out? Toy Story 4, too? Disney's collecting all the money. Crazy, man. I mean, that's not even the Marvel stuff that'll be out or anything else. Let's get too. to the Marvel stuff, too. Uh, Ryan Coogler's back for the sequel to Black Panther. He's going to write and direct it. Uh, Black Panther was awesome. Mm -hmm. Black Panther may be my favorite Marvel movie of all yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. It was so good. And uh, Ryan Coogler back to write and direct whatever the sequel to uh, Black Panther is going to be. Uh, let's just keep going with Marvel and Disney here and all the money they're making. In 2020 now, Scarlett Johansson has signed up for a Black Widow uh, solo movie. According to the Hollywood Reporter, she's going to be paid $15 million for it too. 
that's what Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth got uh, for Captain America's Civil War and Thor Ragnarok. That's what they both got for being in the last Avengers Infinity War, too. So uh, Scarlett Johansson, it's good that not only they're doing like a standalone uh, female lead for a Marvel movie, but also with the pay, she's making $15 million, which is what Captain America and Thor were like making for their last movies. I know they're actually actors that play this, but I'm using So that'll come before Captain here. Marvel, though, right? Uh, no, Captain Marvel comes out like, no, Captain Marvel's next year, right? Yeah, it's not 2020. Oh, yeah, you're no, right. Captain you're right, right. Marvel soon. 20, yeah, yeah. It's going to go Captain Marvel, and then I think uh, the next Avengers movie will be out for that. And then I think we'll probably get Black... I mean, Black Widow 2020 for her solo movie. I, we'll get the next Avengers movie, because I, I think they're either shooting it now or done shooting that. And then... Because Captain Marvel's next. That's next year at some point, I think, right? Uh, Man, it's hard to keep track of all these movies, right? March 8th. We need to print out just a big, like, master list of Disney and Marvel movies that are coming out with all the dates, just so we can be like, all right, here's the next one on Target and everything. Uh, By the way, now that we're talking about uh, the kind of pay gap, and it's good that Scarlett Johansson is getting $15 million for a standalone, you know where I'm going yet? No. Uh-uh. Are you paying any attention to what I'm doing right now? I was looking you just, for Marvel. Okay, because you, <laughs> you just gave me that look where I, I, I asked you something or I said, do you know where I'm going with this? And you looked at me like you just crapped yourself or something. You were like, I don't know because I'm not paying attention. Did you? Okay. You Googled Marvel release dates and then you started seeing all the Marvel movies and you got real excited. So then you tapped out of what we were actually doing on the radio show Mm -hmm. and started looking at all the Marvel movies, thinking that that's where I was just going to continue to to talk about and cover on our show, right? No, I was just in my own world. It wasn't really where we were going. All right, well, I was talking about Scarlett Johansson, how it's good, not only a female lead in a Marvel movie, but she's getting that equal pay. She's getting $15 million for it. I will now take you to Liam Neeson when he was asked about the pay gap between men and women in Hollywood. So would you take a pay cut to kind of equal things out? No. No. Pay cut? No, 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 no. That's gone too far. (laughs) One of my favorite clips So would you take a pay cut to kind of equal things out? No. No. Pay cut? No, 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 no. That's gone too far. Are you still looking at uh, Marvel movies over there, Bob? Yeah, I just have it up. What's the rundown now? So, so Captain Marvel's March. March of next year, okay. Yeah, yeah, like the start of March. And then the uh, next Avengers will be May, like the start of May. Yeah. So, and then after that, Spider-Man, uh, July 4th weekend. That's crazy how much that, you know, Marvel and Disney are going to just lock down from like March to August. Captain Marvel, then Avengers Infinity War, Part 2, whatever they're going to call it, and then Spider-Man. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> back to back. And then it was supposed to be the next Guardians movie, but that, you know, yeah, yeah. mess. Alright, let's get to uh, Minnesota. Somebody was shooting zombies? Yep. Uh, North St. Paul man faces charges after shooting at what he says was a zombie walking down the street. What do you think? Drugs or... What do you think? You think it's drugs? What at, drug do you think it at is? At least drugs. All of them. Okay. <laughs> Check them all off. You think you have to take all the make, drugs to see zombies and shoot at them? Make, it's not just one. It's everything? A long list of drugs. Okay, all the hard drugs. He told police that he was making sure the neighborhood was safe. Okay, no, nothing to see here. No problem. Just a little neighborhood watch opening up fire in a neighborhood on zombies. And that he shot at a zombie he saw on the road. Oh, police man. noted that Stanislaus smelled of alcohol. Oh. It has to be more than booze. It's got to be more than booze. It's got to be right. According to the criminal complaint, the bullets from the rifle were from Hornady green tipped bullets, which are marketed as a tool for killing zombies. All right. Police say Stanislaw was convicted of terroristic threats last month. It's illegal for him to have a firearm. Wait a minute. Hold on. You you mean to tell me we aren't mentioning even any drugs in this? He He was just drinking? I don't know. Seems. Seems a bit much. Like zombie how, bullets and everything. Come how, on. How many beers do you have to drink to not only see zombies, but open fire in a neighborhood on zombies? I feel like that's going to take more than just a couple six packs. Uh, I feel yeah, like there may be something yeah. else you have to uh, take. There might be go- uh, something else going on other than uh, uh, a few beers there. Uh, again, that is a man arrested for shooting zombies, which of course weren't there in uh, in Minnesota. 
South Carolina for this next story here. A South Carolina man is accused of shooting his cousin over potato chips. There it is. We need the details? I kind of want the details because I want to find out if they let us know what chips it is. Yeah, what kind of chips are we talking here? Because what chips are worth shooting someone over? I don't think any are, but... 19-year-old Ryan Langdale told police he warned his 17-year-old cousin not to eat his salt and vinegar chips, but says he did anyway. I like salt and vinegar. Salt and vinegar... Salt and vinegar chips, though. Salt and vinegar chips aren't the kind of chips where you can eat a ton of them at once. Like, I feel like they're good for eating a quarter of a bag at a time. Yeah. I got it. You can't sit down and eat a whole bag of uh-uh. salt and vinegar chips because your mouth's going to be all weird kind of yeah, tasting. Yeah, it's yeah. going to feel like like that film on your, your you know mouth and everything like that, you know? So or I feel you- like... Salt and vinegar, but in moderation. Or right? if you eat the whole bag, you get shot. That's true. And this true. wasn't Langdale's first story. He initially told police in late September it was an accidental shooting. Mm. Langdale now faces charges of attempted murder and obstruction of justice. So he said it was an accident originally, but then the story came out that no, it wasn't so much an accident as it was a shooting over uh, salt and vinegar chips. I don't know if, like, if I had to pick, like, if I had to power rank chips, I don't even know what I'm going with. Because chips, much like pizza and donuts and stuff like that, I feel like chips are very hard to screw up. Like, it's hard to have a bad chip. I think when it comes to bad chips, a lot of bad chips you think of are like chips that are that have a lot of crushed up chips at the bottom or they're extra greasy. I definitely like like the kettle cooked ones. That, oh, like, yeah, yeah those pick, are good. Like, regular kettle cooked would be kettle cooked something. I mean, you know what else, though? Like... Most Pringles are good. Yeah, I like Pringles. Like, but Pringles, Pringles have gone the way of Oreo cookies now, though. Have you noticed that? You know, like Oreo cookies when they're just like, all right, we're going to get crazy here. We're going to start doing some special Oreos. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, whoa, there's a new Oreo out. And it used to be real exciting, right? I feel like it's the same thing with Pringles. Like when Pringles is dropping new flavors, kind of like, whoa, I, that's probably pretty good. But now Pringles just like uh, pickles. We will do just pickles. Anything it's, goes. It's still pickles. Whatever. You know, and they both, Oreos and Pringles have gotten out of control. But Pringles, man, it's hard to have a bad Pringle. All right. Yeah, I like Pringles. Like, I might take salt and vinegar Pringles over salt and vinegar chips. Either way, uh, it's never worth shooting someone over uh, chips, salt and vinegar, Pringles, or uh, really, I don't know if there's any food worth shooting uh, people over. Now, since it is uh, spooky season, we always love to uh, bring up the news reports when they try to warn you of all the Halloween dangers that come with candy and costumes and trick-or-treating. It is just an endless cycle of Halloween crap from now until Halloween with stories just like this. I knew it would go fast. I didn't know it would go this fast. Halloween costumes designed for children up in flames in a matter of seconds. All right, we're lighting children's oh. Halloween costumes on fire in, in this story here. This one has oh, no yeah. warning on it at all. No warning on it at all. Fire officials putting Halloween costumes to the test. Oh, yeah. Just here look at this go. Rapunzel costume. Oh, there goes Rapunzel up in flames. It's 100% polyester, Uh-oh. but as you can see, oh, Rapunzel had no chance. It took just 90 seconds to go from this yep. to this. Okay, now they, li- they lit a Rapunzel costume on fire, but you always got to pay attention to stories like this. They let the Rapunzel costume burn for 90 straight seconds until it was completely burned up. Now, let let me just tell you here. How many children... If the less than, you know, point zero 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 percent chance that they somehow catch their Rapunzel costume on a, a candle that's, I don't know. Just, They're standing over for some reason? Right. I, I don't know. Okay. So, very, very slim to none chance that Rapunzel costume catches on fire. Mm-hmm. How many children are then going to stand there burning for 90 seconds before the... No. It's why it's just not an actual thing that happens. You're like, look what happened after 90 seconds. Yeah, but a, a kid's not going to stand there on fire for 90 seconds while they're... This is just stupid. I am shocked and I'm scared. I'm oh, scared. scared. I'm scared. And this Wonder scared. Woman costume, it too didn't take oh, long to no. catch fire. Oh, there not goes Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Oh, the accessories no. with it even quicker, oh, melting in only seconds. Oh, God, oh, Wonder Woman accessories are melting. We're going to have serious burns. Oh, God.
And if it's flaming, we're looking at minimum of second, if not more, third degree burns. Yeah, second or third degree burns. Yes, that is what happens when you uh, anybody is lit on fire for 90 seconds. Right. right? So keep your kids away from any source of flame. But look for costumes that are flame resistant. All right. I love that the hot tip was keep your kids away from open flames. Like, that's a common sense one right there. Fire officials also recommend people use battery operated candles. Yeah, just don't even mess with candles. Battery-operated candles. Don't even light real candles in your house because Rapunzel and Wonder Woman could go up in flames. But they say most importantly to yep. help keep our trick-or-treaters safe this Halloween, make sure their costumes are visible to drivers. Oh, uh, here we go. Now, we're going to end with flaming uh, children Halloween costumes, too. We're going to have cars now well, hitting your children, right? If the costumes are on fire, they'll be very visible to now, drivers. Oh, whoa, that is a good point. Reminding parents that on Halloween, yep. children are twice as likely to be hit by a car. Okay, this is the stupid stat that the news throws out every year. Children are, uh, you know, more than two times as likely to get hit sure. by cars on Halloween night yeah. more than any other night. Yeah, you know why that is? It's because thousands of children are walking around the street. So, of course, there's an increased chance. Listen, it's got nothing to do with costumes. It's got nothing to do with trick-or-treating. If you just have thousands of kids out on the streets going through neighborhoods, of course the chance increases to get hit by a car. Yeah. If they were just dressed in regular clothes, it would increase the chances. Why? (laughs) It's because the kids are all walking around the neighborhood. It's kind of how that works. It's just so stupid. And listen, it's going to be almost every show from now until Halloween as we just Continue with the stupidity of Halloween news reporting. 961 Kiss. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Hashtag Mikey and Bob make morning special. That's right. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Trust me, trust me, trust me. Uh, Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. Uh, Kai tweets us here. I had a meeting, so I'm taking a different route to work. I feel like a moron because Mikey and Bob's Halloween danger story made me miss the exit on the turnpike because I was laughing so hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kai. Just Halloween, blame us. Just ha- blame us. Halloween danger stories from now until Halloween. Tell your it's, boss sorry. Uh, it's the season. A spooky season is here. A spooky, spooky. Uh, free Movie Friday. So we end the uh, week here with our friends at Adam Tickets. The Adam Tickets app allows you to browse movie titles, buy tickets, invite friends, pre-order concessions, all from your phone. Skip the lines for going to the movies today mm-hmm. this weekend. Uh, today, Adam Tickets wants to give you a chance at some free movie tickets. So text the word ZEBRA, Z-E-B-R-A. Text ZEBRA to A-T-O-M-1. That's 28661. Again, text Zebra to ATOM1. That's 28661 for your chance to win. Standard data and text message rates apply. Uh, Steelers, man. All about the Steelers, Steelers this weekend. Hopefully the Steelers get the uh, win. They're in Cincinnati taking on the uh, 4-1 and AFC North leading Bengals. Uh, Penguins, 2-1 and on the season. Saturday, they'll be in Montreal taking on the uh, Canadians. And then Pitt at Notre Dame is uh, Saturday. No, it's a big deal for some people. Pitt. Uh, Pitt usually... It's going to be their game. <laughs> it's going to be the one. I think two starters got injured. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't, does it? They Pitt. always pull one of these off. And, and do you think this is the one this year? This is the one that Pitt be. just randomly beats like a top team like Notre Dame just because that's what Pitt does? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, do you have any plans this weekend, Bob? You got anything fun going on? A little uh, softball and baseball action. You're just doing dad stuff? Yep. All right. You doing anything fun? Um, I'll just, I'm going to wash, probably. I'm going to shower at some point this weekend. I don't know. I don't lead a very interesting life. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to be doing this weekend. I think my wife's going out of town, so it's just going to be me hanging with my daughter. So, But usually, like, when Jamie goes out of town and it's me and my daughter, I feel like I'm forced to do, like, super dad stuff. Like, I just don't do regular dad stuff. Then I go into, like, super dad mode where I'm just like, all right, mom's gone. There's nobody here to tell us no. Like, let's go buy just gallons of ice cream. That's what we're going to survive on all weekend long. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, I use that just an example, but that's not really what happens because ice cream makes me poop. And I don't want to force that on myself this weekend. All right, then. You had enough? 
I'm good. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for listening this week. If you missed anything, <laughs> uh, stream and download full episodes of our podcast. Of on course the, it uh, ends with a free iHeartRadio app. One of us pooping violently over ice cream. That's right. Uh, we will end this week Ta-da. going into the Ryan Seacrest Show. Ice cream makes me poop. Have a good weekend. KSTHD Pittsburgh. Let's go. This is On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Man, on Tuesday.